Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Alford All. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Cola. It's Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. As the uh, Miami Dolphins have uh, descended back to earth, so uh, not exactly the the performance we wanted to see as the Miami Dolphins go out to Denver and uh, they lose 20-13. So this brings their record now uh, to 6-4. They stay in second place as the uh, Buffalo Bills were idle. At seven and three, they will stay. And uh, I think for a lot of people, this was certainly a uh, you know a performance that uh, you kind of dreaded, and uh, it turned out to be you know um, I, I guess just what you you know you feared a little bit, and uh, they exposed a few things. Um, the first part, of course, being uh, to a Pegavaloa's uh, performance was, you know, not good. I mean, it, it, it's the kind of thing that if it happened week one or his first game, you know, you'd be really up in arms about and, and, and concerned. Um, but, uh, you know, regardless, um, wasn't wasn't great. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he's a rookie, and people have to understand that. I mean, I think a lot of people – think that, you know, or thought that he, you know, was just going to come in and, and just, you know, leave off where he, he was in Alabama pre-injury. Um, I mean, that's not reality. Even if you look around the league at some of the great young quarterbacks, including Mahomes, you know, it, it, it doesn't start out like that. Um, but, you know, I think he was 11 for 20, 83 yards, he had a touchdown, uh, no interception still. So the, the man has not thrown an interception in his NFL career. And it's on, what, th- three and a half games now? Um, so, you know, that, that, or actually, what is it, four? Four and a half games? So that's something, you know, th- th- to keep in mind. Now, he did have an interception that was called back because of a, a penalty. Um, but, you know, he he's not doing that. But from the same token, uh you know, maybe he's being a little too cautious and holding the ball a little too long, and, and, and maybe that kind of counteracts that. Like maybe you'd want him to try to make a little bit, you know, more of a quicker reaction and, and, and make a play or something like that, um, whereas, you know, he, he, he held the ball a lot. Um, but, you know, I mean, that, that is what it is, I guess. Uh, he had a couple moments early on. And I think the key to the game was he had Grant open a couple early long shots, and he was just tremendously off target. Um, that could have changed the, the complexion of the game, especially from the offensive standpoint uh, early on. Um, and, uh, you know, there, you can factor in different reasons for that. Um, but, you know, that kind of set the precedent. And he was, he was a little inaccurate early. He did settle down. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that – just added on to um, the havoc of basically having uh, bad offensive line play. I mean, the offensive line got dominated. To be quite honest with you, we're going to break it down. The defensive line got dominated too. And I think when you really take everything out of the mix, that's where the problem lies. I mean, that, that's why you lost that game, because the the the, uh, the trenches got dominated on both sides of the ball. You can really look no further than that. I mean, that's that's the answer of why you lost this game. Um, without a doubt, as far as I'm concerned. 
Uh, so, you know, you take that in mind, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of other things that didn't exactly work out in the way you would want them to, but, uh, you know, I think that's where it starts, and, and, and you can even say that's where it stays, as, uh, you know, the Dolphins on their West Coast trip did not fare well at all. So uh, we got an exciting show for you today. Um, we got a lot to break down in this game. And, of course, like I said, it, it, it changes the complexion uh, of the league. And, and uh, it was an exciting week of football. There's no doubt about that. So we'll, we'll get into all that and, and break it down. Um, before we do, Rich, uh, I just want to say that, um, you know, we'd be remiss uh, not to mention that the Miami Dolphins and, and the Dolphin family uh, lost a big one uh, this week as uh, the Super Bowl seven. Uh, MVP Jake Scott, a friend of the show, uh, passed on, and uh, it was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, it was a lot of a surprise, as you know, um, the, the way it happened, uh, and uh, that that this has made 2020 um, uh, just a remarkable year as far as the losses to that team. When um, I mean, we've lost Shula, obviously, uh, we lost Bonacani a little before that, Kuchenberg, Langer, uh, and, and now Jake Scott, uh, all in, in in little over a fiscal year is just it, it's rough. Yeah, it doesn't get any easier. You keep hearing this stuff, and it's like, it's like it's more upsetting than it was before. It's like, you know, we were around Jake a lot for somebody who was in semi-seclusion for 30 years, you know? We really yeah. were around uh-huh. this guy a lot, you know? We got to know him yeah. pretty well. It's really a shame. Yeah. You know, it, what's a shame he wasn't sick. That's what's the bad part, you know? I mean, it was an accident. That's really what's sad about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, this team, you know, for so long, you know, had such a core together. And it just seems like in such a short time, even if you go back to Earl Morrill and Garrow, which wasn't that long ago, yeah. um, it's no. just been depleted uh, tremendously, and which is really sad. I mean, it's if the whole coaching staff, really, right? So, you know, the whole coaching yeah. staff's passed on. And, it, you know, I, th- I think there's about 14 players now. I mean, I remember when there was only two. It's crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, a lot of people said that – a lot of people have said, uh, you know, uh, that Jake Scott, uh, you know, partly because of his non-self-promotion of himself, but but for a a four-year span, uh, there was absolutely no center better. In, in, in pro football, and uh, a lot of people have talked that you know Jake Scott certainly should be a name that's brought up Hall of Fame wise. We've certainly seen a lot of guys go in uh, that you know uh, you maybe wouldn't have thought went in, and certainly uh, you think uh, that these two guys, uh, you know, in Anderson and Scott, are as good as any tandem that's ever been in there. So uh, just something to, to keep in mind there is uh, you know obviously his his fallout with the Dolphins and Shula may have hurt him a little bit just as far as his name recognition there, uh, but uh, you know, Dick Anderson and Jake Scott dominated uh, the NFL in the early '70s, and that secondary was as as good a tandem I think as you can you put up there as far as safeties in the history of the game. Uh, I think both yeah, of them can make arguments. You get any better? I don't think you can get any better than those two. Uh, you know, what did Jake do with the Redskins? How was his career? I know he only played three years with them. Was he? Was he? Yeah, I, I don't even. I, don't really I know that he. Yeah, I know that he was well enough that he did return punts. Uh, so he obviously he was still in in, in shape physically to do that. Uh, I can't really say specifically, you know, how good he was during that stretch because I don't think the Redskins were very good during that stretch. Uh, you know, it was uh, uh, obviously uh, post Lombardi and and pre Gibbs, so it was not really uh, you know a great time to, to be a Redskin, if you will. But um, you know, I, I I know that you know his his dominance of play uh, just you know for a long time uh, you probably still uh, was evident if you watched them play. But I, I can't speak from firsthand experience on that. But you know that that that's what I would say is something like that. Now looking over to uh, the uh, the present part of the Dolphins, which as we said, this this is a, we have a lot to talk about today because this was an interesting game. Um, it, because it it it, it kind of humbled the Miami Dolphins, who were playing as good a football as anybody in the National Football League for the last five games. Uh, and the way that they lost is a little concerning, only in the fact that they were, you know, they're physically dominated. 
um, you know, on on the line of scrimmage, both sides of the ball. Um, and and you know, there was a lot of issues, I guess, right from the get go. There, um, you you thought that the 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 air in Denver might have affected uh, Tua, who was who was a little inaccurate to start the game off. You, you, would you say that the air you still think was a factor, or was it more yeah, that I, I he just didn't have time? Selling on him. Yeah, I think the ball was selling him. Look, the, the pressure didn't help, but it seemed like when he threw the ball, like he was overthrowing a lot of people. It just wasn't accurate, you know. So I, I yeah, I think yeah. that the you know the atmosphere definitely had something to do with the way they played. But you know, there was no really. You can't really point to one reason they lost because the the whole team played awful. I mean, you know, I know you you know the both lines of scrimmages, but no one really played well yesterday. No, nobody did play well. But I, like I said, I mean, I, I think that when you look, if you take the two line of scrimmages out of the mix, I think it, 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 you know, or you you magnify that, you'll see why the other areas didn't play well. Uh, I think when you look at how they were dominated on the on the offensive line, obviously that affected the the passing game and the running game and all that. But then if you turn it around and you look at how the defensive line was dominated, I mean, they pretty much ran all over us. I mean all over us to start the game off. Um, you know, it just was the kind of thing that uh, whenever that happens, it's, you know, you're not going to be happy with it. And Philip Lindsay uh, is a guy who I've heard about, you know, um, for a couple of years now of, of, of that this guy is a very underrated guy, one of the best backs in football. I mean, he he ran all over, and then Melvin Gordon, you know, the, the, the both of them, uh, you know, dominated us in, I mean, I don't know where else you looked in that that line of scrimmage for that. It, there's no question. I mean, we didn't play well on either side of the ball. There was a, there was a lot of lackluster play, and you know they probably believed the hype. I mean, everybody was you know was touting how great they were all week, and and this was like almost like a bye week the way they were talking, like they're going to be seven and three, and you know on their way they can win the division. I mean. You know how it goes when you get that national publicity. You know, sometimes it goes to their heads. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, but I don't know if the, you, if this can really equate to overlooking this team. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe the air got them tired early. I don't know. Uh, but I just know that they were dominated. You know, one thing I will bring up though, Rich, and you guys, oh, you all went on me on this when I was talking about the New England Patriots. New England Patriots now, I think uh, we're 6-4, and four, they're 4-6, and six, right? And yep. the reason I say that is because Buffalo had the week off. They're 7-3. and three. You're still solidly in second place right now, vying for that division. But if the New England Patriots didn't lose that other game, I mean, they would literally be five and five, and and, and and you know, right on our tail in a three-man race. That's why I thought it was so important. I mean, how how important now is that 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 Patriot team got that loss? Because you you gotta try to keep this a two-team race and stay at the top of the division. You brought up a good point. I don't know if you remember it, but you said seven and three is a lot different than six and four. Seven and three differentiates you from the elite teams in the NFL or something like that, you said, correct? Yep, absolutely. I, I think it's a three, valid point. You're basically, you're basically going after the division and you're, you know, you're, you're solidified in one of those playoff spots at that point. And you're, you're getting, you know, every win after seven wins is like, you know, it's like a bonus. I mean, you get to eight, the worst you can do is 500, you know, and you're getting over that hump right away. You're not, you know, you're not playing from behind. You know, seven yeah. and four is just you know it's okay, but seven and three would have been a big difference. I agree with you. I'm going to go out on a limb now, and I'm going to say this. And I don't, you know, the, the cliche is you know one game at a time. Don't look past the next game, and I understand that. But I'm going to look two games because the Miami Dolphins play the New York Jets, and then after they play the Jets, they're going to play the No Burrow Bengals. And yeah. I think that the Miami Dolphins have to win these next two games, which they should. These are two inferior teams, and they have a much tougher stretch of games coming after that. If the Dolphins don't win the next two games and get this team to eight and four, they, they, I they think 
I'm not saying they won't make the playoffs, Rich. What I'm saying is if they don't go to 8-4 and four in the next two games, they are not the team that is going to fight for the division like you thought they were, and they're not the team that's going to be able to um, escalate themselves into the solid five teams in the AF. And the reason why I say solid five is because I leave, you know, the four and then, you know, the, another one, and then you always got those two last fighting for that playoff spot, if you will. You know, which I talked yep. last week about the Colts and, and, you know, the Browns who are playing excellent. Now, the Browns, Rich, are seven and three. Does that make them the elite team that you say they are, that you, that, that, that record does? I mean, you have to, right? I mean, you have to say that yeah, if, if you say it for the Dolphins. That you're, you're, you're... You're in the upper echelon if you're seven and three. There's right. no question. You know? Right. So that there's that's a, a team right there. There's a ten and zero team right now that I don't think is that great, but that that puts them as the best team in football right now. You're under yeah, and we're going to talk you about know? that in a second. I, I, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, no doubt about it, because, I mean, that's, that's an undefeated team, which, you know, you know, we're in double digits now, and both of us don't think that the Steelers are, are that kind of team, but when you're in double digits and, you you know, and the schedule kind of, you know, eases up on them, it's not the hardest schedule in the world moving forward, you know, it starts to raise a little eyebrows, a little concern. It has to. It just has to. They're the 17th team now, 17th team to make – uh, uh, to come 10-0 and 0 since the Super Bowl era. So uh, it's a little bit of elite company they're getting into, and you don't like to see double digits. Um, so we'll address that in the second half and, 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 and when we look around the league uh, and, and see. But you're absolutely right. So you, you figure Cleveland's not winning that division probably, so that's a team that's going to be a wild-card team, uh, fighting for a wild-card team. Uh, of course, you got um, – Baltimore, you know, they're a team that's going to be fighting. So you, you, really, you really have to aim to win this division. And that's why these next two games, I, I'm telling you right now, they have to win these next two games. I think they will. But if they don't, it will absolutely change the way you look at this team. And this team will be a different team than we talked about last week. Absolutely. Is that it, fair to I, say? I, I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, 100%. And, I, and I'll tell you something. I don't think they make the playoffs if they don't win both. I, yeah. I, 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 there's no way they make the playoffs if they don't win both. Yeah, I, I, I think you might be right on that. Uh, you know, I still think they can. I mean, if they do happen to split oh, those they, two I'm games. I'm not saying they can, but I, 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 right. I don't think they will. Yeah, you, know? you might be they're, right. They're not going to be mathematically some... eliminated, but I guarantee you if they lose one of these games, they're not making the playoffs. Wow. You're putting a guarantee there. They split. That You're guarantee. putting a guarantee. They go to seven and five. You're guaranteeing they don't make the playoffs. Because look who they're losing to. Sure, absolutely. Because they're not going to. They're not going to be done losing if they lose one of these two games. Hmm. That's interesting. It's an interesting it'll, point. It'll, it'll, it'll stockpile. Yeah, that's a very interesting point. All right, let's let's hit that again. Uh, take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll look around the league. Right back at this. This is Jake Scott. Listen to the Pat Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, Pacatello, Rich Van Zant. As we uh, come to the second quarter here, uh, just a reminder, you can uh, catch all our episodes uh, right on iTunes. Get them directly uh, delivered to your phone. Just go right to the iTunes store, uh, search Pac Catello Show, and uh, you can subscribe right there. And uh, you can also get any uh, archive shows or whatever you wish. And uh, you can always catch us on Blog Talk Radio, of course, as well. Send us any questions or comments right to Show at yahoo.com. So, uh, Rich, um, you know, one thing before I, I move on to looking at the uh, playoff uh, structure like we were just talking about, I wanted to throw something at you because um, today the Dolphins got some news that now Jesse Davis – uh, tested positive for COVID. He's on the COVID list. My question to you is 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 something I think is obvious. If Jesse Davis tested positive for COVID today, Jesse Davis had COVID in his system on Sunday. Jesse Davis is playing against a defensive lineman every play, breathing all over each other. How does that guy not have it? And uh, how does other Dolphins now not contract that Somewhere from you know that plane ride and, and all there, right? I mean, he well, didn't knows. I mean, you know how these guys are. I mean, Saban tested positive twice. He coached the next game. He didn't give it to anybody. And then, yeah, but he no, know, no, no, no. That's players. not true, though. That's not true, Rich. That's not true. He tested positive, and then he was suspe- He was out. Then he tested again negative, and had a test again. So he, he tested two right. negatives after that. So it was a false positive. So you're saying this could be a false positive, which you're right. It could be. 100%. But if it's not, and usually, but I'm saying, and usually these guys don't even miss a week. They 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 usually, you know, have a positive and then they they wait. They put them in a little bit of isolation for a few days and they seem to test negative. I mean, it's happening like golf. It's happening auto racing. I don't know. It, no, well, 14 like days you're out. 14 days field. you're out. You test positive. 14 days you're out. You're out 14 days if it's a true positive test. I mean, we well, Christian yeah, Wilkins yeah. is still out. Yeah, it, it depends. So if it's a positive Everybody's test, done. you're out. Yeah. Now, if it's if, it, it's, if it's a false, weeks. yeah. What's that? We we have to test positive. You have to test negative twice, right, to get back. You have to test negative twice, but if you have a positive test. Like, if you're true, like, they'll test you, right? They'll test you, you're positive, right? And I think they'll test you again, and just to make sure it's not a false positive. But if you are positive, you have to stay out for 14 days. 14. So you're, you're, you're out for that. Now, um, so, but forget all that. Pretend that he is positive. My point is, like, he didn't contract that on Monday. And, you know, he had that during the game. So, they, uh, you know, don't they test them before they play? I don't know. That's what I'm like. That's what I'm confused on. That's what I'm. That's what I'm kind of bringing up here because well, you know, obviously, it, there's a day. I mean, Pat, you could test positive yesterday and test negative yesterday, test positive today. He may end yeah. up in you know symptomatic where he can spread it yesterday. Even though no, I think you're today. right, but I think that I think uh, well, he may not have had symptoms, but my point is. I think that he had this, and so you have to think that there's going to be more that are, you know, that contracted that than if, they, if he wasn't. You don't know that. You don't. You really don't. It's a, it's an unknown thing. You don't really, you really can't say that one way or the other. I know the Ravens had a bit of an outbreak that had to ban four players. That yeah, but they didn't it. play the game though. But they didn't play a game. This is the first time I've heard somebody test positive after a game. Yeah. All those other cases are during the week. And then they take those players out of the mix. He tested positive positive before they flew home, you're saying? Or did he test positive today? I believe he probably tested positive last night. but, But as far as knowing, we know that he tested positive today. And that's the first time I know of somebody testing positive directly after a game. And that's my question on it. I don't. What do you have? I don't know. I have no idea. No, no, I understand, but you know, I, I, I just think that it's, you know, it, it's. What am I talking? It's a little. Doctor Fauci, all of a sudden. <laughs> no, believe me, I never, I never mistake you for Fauci or any doctor, for that matter. So let's clear that right up. But <laughs> I just, I, you know, I just think that. Uh, 
<laughs> I, I I don't know. I just I think that there could be an issue here. I, because Tua, I saw Tua hugging hugging and talking to other people on Denver yesterday with no mask after the game. Did you catch that? Uh, no, feel, no, but I those, yeah. No mask, hugging, you know, right, right, right in everybody's face, you know, uh, you know. I didn't think you were allowed to do that either, you know. Yeah, no, no, I'm not saying no. I, I think that they're going to have an issue here, though, and I think the issue is going to be that if this continues, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you see some sort of a quarantine bubble type when it gets down to the playoff situation. Well, I think they, that, when right? it comes, they, they are. They, they're talking about if they have to cancel the last couple of weeks of the season, that they would expand the playoffs by like two or four teams, and they would have a bubble thing. Yeah, that's a contingency plan. They would ex. What, what would expanding the playoffs do, though? You mean well, if they cut they the season the short? Playoffs. If they cut the season short, they would expand the playoffs by a few teams to make it fairer, huh. I guess. And then, yeah, they would have like a like a, a bubble tournament. Yeah, I mean, that's why I kind of brought this up because, you know, I don't really like the trend. Like, it seemed like we were talking about this, and you had said that, hey, we're kind of running out of time here. They don't have a lot to play with. And then it kind of well, calmed down. Look, look, and it seemed like they had it on the. The Raiders that, had like eight guys, right? The Raiders had like eight guys test positive. And, and I think they were right. all back yesterday. It wasn't two weeks either. Well, I don't see how that's possible because it's a, it's a mandatory quarantine uh, for 14 days if I don't you know. get it. That's for somebody in the public. Is it for football players? You know. Yeah, that's, what that's why Trevor to. Lawrence has yeah. been out. That's why Trevor Lawrence has been out too. I understand that's college, but yeah, it's college. It's a different story. Right. Well, it's a different story, but it's not. Seven guys out for two weeks. I don't think they all got tested positive at the same time. Yeah, they were. Because they, they, we were talking about they didn't have enough offensive linemen. They would have, they had to like bring people off the practice squad one week. But they didn't, they, right. they didn't miss two games. Well, Wilkins did. Yeah. I, I guess. And and, on, and Van Noy. If you're sick or not. Yeah. What's that? I guess it depends if he gets sick or not too. You know, if you're asymptomatic, well, I, think, I think it's a different story. Well, I guess you do have to test negative twice, like you said, after that. Yeah. Of course, that's going to be, you know, the main factor there. But I think there is a, a certain time where you're supposed to mandatorily quarantine from the team. I, I don't know. I, I don't it's know. confusing, but I do know that it's a little – we were talking about this earlier on, and it seemed like it had cooled off, and now it seems like we're you know, we're kind of back to it now because um, – you know, there's obviously a lot more cases where, and you said that the contingency plan now is to add teams and to shorten the, you know, then start the playoffs earlier. I mean, that all stinks. If you have to do that, that stinks. I'm going to put that on the record right now. We're in a that, that's, kooky that's, situation. That's lousy. Right yeah. What's that? Yeah, we're in a, we're in a, terrible, we're in a, we're in a real kooky situation in this world right now. You know, nobody knows really what's going on. But, I mean, that contingency plan stinks. And it, and it stinks yeah, considering like that, it. We're, you know, 90% of the time, we're one of the teams that would be hoping for those extra two playoff spots. And I'm really hoping that yeah. we're not. I think we're a different team than we were in the past. But that still stinks. And if you have to add two teams, I'm not going to like that at all. I like the other things that we were talking about better with them not having a bye week before the Super Bowl, you know, or something like that. But um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how this kind of affects. I went on a little tangent here because we were talking about the offensive line. But, um, you know, Rich, there's some good teams in this league right now. There, there just are. There's some good teams. And I know there's a lot of stinkeroos, but there's some really good teams. The Colts are for real. They're for yeah. real. They're a good team. Yes, they are. A very good team. Well, they always said they were they were a quarterback away last year. They said they had a very good team. I didn't really buy into it. But Rivers, after you know starting off slow, has really changed the way that team plays. So now, if you look at them and Tennessee, and then you look yep. at we talked about Cleveland 
and Baltimore and Pittsburgh. You know Buffalo's a good team. Kansas City. Yep. I mean, you know, the Raiders, the Raiders, absolutely. The Raiders, those are all playoff teams. I mean, right now we're the sixth seed. If the playoffs started tomorrow by tiebreaker from whatever that tiebreaker may be, which I'm sure will change very quickly, we would be the sixth seed. We would make the playoffs as the last seed or whatever that seed is. No, really, they had to. We were, they, I just saw on an NFL network we were we were the seventh seed or whatever. They had to, or whatever, the mix. Whatever that is, they added the, the team. So, yeah. Yeah. They added the, the team. So, whatever that last seed oh, is, we would be. Right. Okay. Now, but you know as well as I do, Rich, don't hang on to that tiebreaker. That thing will be gone before no, you can, no. you know, bat an eye. Yeah, One more loss and that's just, gone. It's insignificant, right, exactly, right. So it's it's very important that this team focus on, you know, winning the division. Because everybody who, you know, thought I was crazy and looking at, you know, the other teams to watch, the Indies and the Clevelands, in one week they've already made a statement now. And you can see that those teams are going to be, you know, all bunched up. And it's going to be crazy. From one argument, hey, is it great to kind of be in the mix considering where we've been, to even be talked about there. But we've made so much progress that you really want to hope to continue on. I think they will. I think the Miami Dolphins are a good team. I think they're a a good team, close to a very good team. I think they had a bunch of things kind of hit them at once out in Denver. I think the thin air, I think that they they got out physical, played on the offensive line and defensive line. And when you put – that all into the mix. You get outplayed physically. You start getting tired. You know that that kind of leads to a disaster. And then we and should you know, also state you know, the long trip that they really haven't done yet yes. this year. Yes. Factor. Yes. And, and I really think they, they, they believe they believe the headlines too. Don't don't kid yourself. I think they you know they probably thought they were better than they are. I kind of think it's less that than than the. I mean, what what does that really do? Like when you you say that, but what are they going to do? They're going to look ahead of them. How? Tua looked ahead of them. The offensive line looked at. Like what did they do that they looked yeah, ahead I, I, instead I of believing they, they were great? Kind of overlook them. Like you know, we're better than this team, and you know, they, I think they went in there thinking that they just have to show up. That's what they look like. They didn't play well from the opening whistle on. You know, I had a bad feeling about that game in the first quarter. Didn't like what I saw. You, you let I Drew Luck look like Drew Brees. It's bad, you know. Well, you more so than Drew Luck. Uh, you know, I think it was Lindsey in that we running run game yeah, that run smacked yeah. you in the mouth. We did, but we got. Yeah, we, a, we let Drew Luck do whatever he wanted. You know, Denver's a good team, Rich. They're a good team. They're not great, but you know what? They're a good team, and. They match up against certain teams very well. And when you have the mismatch against Denver, you're in a lot of trouble. And we happen to mismatch them. We don't match up well against yep. that team. We were favored on the road against them. Which well, was you're 5-0. Yeah, yeah, well, you're 5-0 and in your last five games. I mean, they, yeah. they're, they, the Dolphins have been playing as good as anybody well, in the NFL. The last time was, what was the Dolphins ever favored on the road in Denver yeah. Even the Marino era, yeah. we weren't. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. It's 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 a tricky thing there. It's it's very strange how this is all you know kind of playing itself out. But I I think that you know they they have to kind of get things a little bit more in perspective. Now, Tua got pulled. He got pulled at the end of that game, and he got pulled because he just was stagnant. And Fitzpatrick came in and had a real opportunity to, at the very least, tie that game. Uh, You know, they got that field goal, and then he was driving down. And the upsetting part to me is is that, you know, he he didn't have to go for broke on that third and eight. I mean, you know, he had – one of his problems, one of Fitzpatrick's problems is that he sets himself on, uh, you know, a, a read, and it came out of the huddle, and he knew that he was going to hit Parker, you know, uh, uh, on that 
cut route, and right out of the gate, he just basically eyed him from the snap to the end. And the safety picked up on that, read his eyes, and undercut the route and made the interception. And, you know, that, that's a mistake that he's done for a 14-year veteran or whatever he is. Uh, you know, he should know better than that. When you watch the Rodgers and the Bradys and the Greats, you know, they, they sell that so much better. They over, you know, they look off safety so much better, you know. He should know better than that. And, and, and you know, maybe you don't go for broke there, you know. I mean, they had plenty of time. Um, but I, I think, thought I he was going to be able to. first down there. Yeah. Yeah. He had two downs to get the first down. I think you go for the first down. I think, yeah. you know, I think, I don't think two was just benched. I, I think they pulled him out because he twisted his ankle on that. No, Flores said absolutely not. Flores spoke on it after the game, and he spoke on it again today. I still think it was a combination of that, though. Flores spoke on it after the game. He spoke on it again today. He said injury had no factor in it. He was fine to go. Pulled because of play. I don't buy it. He flipping on the sidelines. You know, I think it was a two-tier decision. I don't think it was one thing. Yeah, I don't. It's ridiculous I, I, you know, ESPN, I understand they got to be on 24 hours a night. Dolphins made big mistake taking two over Herbert. That was one of the ones. Well, I don't know where I that mean, comes from now. I mean, it's a bunch of wishes. I mean, really? Listen, if the season ended today, Justin Herbert's the rookie of the year. Yeah. Justin Herbert's been fantastic. But to say yeah. that now makes no sense. Makes no sense. Because do had a. A bad game. Yeah, I understand. That's that's an that's a little bit of an asinine comment to make at this at this stage of the game. It wasn't um, a comment. Be, it was a segment. <laughs> an opinion segment. Who 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 yeah. was saying it? Stephen A. Smith and the other guy. I think Ryan Clark. Yeah, were so, on it. Oh, so Stephen you're talking about on that Clark show? Clark. Yeah, yeah. The skip yeah. the, 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 the whole show? segment based on that. Yeah. No, it's the Stephen yeah. A. Smith thing. The third of the night. Yeah, isn't he with Skip Bayless? No, Bayless is on uh, Fox now. No, oh, he moved. Yeah, well, they're not together no more. No, with Shannon. Oh, he's Sharp. with Max yeah. Kellerman, rather. He isn't he with Kellerman? Kellerman wasn't on though. It was just Ryan Clark and uh, and, and Stephen A. talking about it. Right. See Max Kellerman. Yeah, I mean, I would know somewhere. Uh, who cares anyway? But my point is, yeah, it's just like it really. It's so it's one game. Are you really going to start with this now? Yeah, I'll tell and you what. Like can, game, you see the other headlines, like he's still the starter. Yeah, really? You think? Yeah, well, you know that's interesting. Well, that's interesting because uh, you know the Dolphins made a point to announce that and send out a press statement on that about three hours after game time. And they confirmed that Tua would be the starter the next week. Which, yes, I agree, is kind of uh, ridiculous. But, but yeah, from the, from the, from the same point, though, you know, it, it, what would have been interesting is if if Fitzpatrick came back and won that game, that would have really opened something up there. And, you know, and all this kind of things is something that you have to consciously take in mind because that, that would have been a weird situation. And and as far as the injury thing, yeah, I don't buy that at all. I don't think to listen. If you're taking Tua out because of that, and he's still walking around on a clipboard, he wasn't hurt to get out of the game. Yeah, he got banged up, but there's no doubt about it. But come on, you're not taking your starting quarterback out of that game if you have confidence that he's playing well and going to bring you back for that. I'm just not buying I it. I think he was playing well. I think it was a no, I decision. He was looking on the sidelines, and you know he also got he got roughed up three, four times where it looked like he he yeah. got twisted into a pretzel, you know, where his legs. I seen like the shots, hurt. and I think what I the, seen the shots. I was thinking, you know, with the, with the line not protecting him, I think it was time to get him out of there. I think that was the right move. I don't think it was all, all performance. I think it was two, a two-year decision. Why is it the you time know, to get him out of there? there though? If it's not two, if it's not two, is it the time to get him out of there? If it was Fitzpatrick or if it was Patrick Mahomes, or is it the time to get him out of there? That doesn't make sense to me. Well, you're trying to protect him because he's still young and you don't want him to get hurt? And when the injuries, when, when he's injury prone, he's getting hit, he's getting bombarded. So you're saying he's injury prone. Like that you're gonna, so you're going to coach him as if he's injury prone for the rest of his career? 
he was That's playing terrible. He's, he got hit like three, four times in that game. He wasn't escaping. He, you could tell it wasn't going to change. It was going to get worse. You know, I think it was time we had to come, come out. You know, I wasn't shocked, but I think it had to do with. I don't think if he gets rolled up on that last time with that with that ankle, I think he probably finishes the game. I don't think so. All right, quick break. We'll, we'll finish this after that break. Hi, this is Dick Anderson with the 1972 Perfect Season Miami Dolphins. We're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Dolphins Legend Show, Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant. as we come to the final stretch here and uh, looking around the league uh, as we've talked about. Uh, obviously, uh, there's a lot of exciting football has been played all week and we have another exciting one tonight as Tom Brady uh, takes his uh, talents to Monday Night Football again and uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how they respond uh, as they play the Rams who have turned Right from the, the get-go, the Rams have shown that they're back to playing good, good football. And now they're obviously one of the best teams in the NFC. And uh, this thing has kind of opened up on that side as well, as, as Brady now um, you know, plays them in, in what is a huge game. And, and with Drew Brees uh, and his injury, um, it's going to be interesting to see how this all shakes out. Rich, we talked a lot about injuries. Uh, it, it's certainly interesting enough that we have to bring up the, the Brees injury again because – this is something that, uh, I mean, this is a really bad injury on Drew Brees. And um, at first we thought maybe, you know, uh, like a four, four weeks, six weeks. This is the kind of thing that, that you know, you hope that you're going to see Drew Brees again this year. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, maybe playoff situation or what. Um, have you heard anything new? Or, or are we still just in the dark and he's just kind of we're waiting to see how it heals? Now, you said you did see him uh, on the sideline all game. He was on the sidelines all game. And then there was a report last night that he has 15 cracks in his ribs. Now it's, oh, 15 cracks in 11 ribs? Yeah, he is because you, you only have was it? You only have twelve ribs, right? So he yeah. has fifteen fractures. You know, that's crazy. And so, I mean, he can't do anything until that's healed. So, I mean, that that puts him right at the end of the season. You know, I don't know if he comes back. Who knows? Right, right. And it's also interesting to say. It's also interesting to say that. Uh, Majority of this happened in that Tampa Bay blowout game. Yeah, but which I didn't even know he got hurt in that. Damage. I didn't know that? either. You know, it, but the last hit in the game that we, you know, that the game that he got hurt. You know what I'm saying? Right. The the last hit of the game you're saying he got hurt. That was the end. That comp. I think that made yeah that made it much worse. 
You're saying the last hit of the Tampa game, you're saying? Yeah, when he got – no, not, who, who, who did that? Was that Tampa where he got hurt really bad? No. Well, that's no, that's Tampa. what I'm trying to say. That, this, is this is what they're no, no, saying. No, no. The majority of injuries happened in the Tampa game. The blowout well, They only game. said he had two broken ribs in that one. And, it, and they got the puncture lung in that play where he had to come out. So I don't know about that. Right. Right. I uh, know. I understand. And I guess that's where he got the punctured lung. But they're saying the majority of these injuries to his ribs came in that Tampa game. And then I oh, guess no, they, they were just aggravated. Oh, yeah. What's that? What is they snapped more. Then he, maybe they were they were cracked, and then they snapped when when he got thrown to the ground like that. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. I, I, I'm not. He played like two plays after that. That was he took himself out of the game. Yeah, you know, he obviously got majorly hurt there, and that's where the puncture happened. Yeah. But the, the, I was surprised because I didn't know he got hurt in that Tampa yeah. game at all. And he's with Brady no, he after the game. That's for sure. He yeah. certainly didn't look hurt. And, uh, no. yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of injuries this year, and I don't like that. I, you know, I don't like that. Um Especially to to big name players, and this year's been rough. Well, Furrows, Furrows is a, it's much worse than they thought. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. What what have you heard? It's ACL, MCL, and structural damage to the knee. Well, obviously we knew, you know, ACL, MCL. A lot of times do go back to back. The structural damage, I don't know what that consists of. Um, I mean, we know he's out for the year, obviously. Are you saying that you think this is right. something that's, like, even worse? Well, they said it's far worse than they hoped for, yeah. Really? Hate to hear that, especially on a young player that's like that. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, you know, that's, that's a tough one. That's... Let me ask you, while you're on Burroughs, not to belabor the point, but if, if you put if Burroughs was in two of shoes, you would have pulled him there because of injury. Look, I don't think no because he wasn't no I wouldn't have. But so you listen, really listen, have a listen, stigma. Listen to my thought. You here. Have a... No, listen to my thought here. I don't know how far along he is healed wise. Where at one, two, the offensive line was playing like crap, and he was a target, and he wasn't escaping the mess. He kept getting tangled up in the mess, and he kept getting rolled up the front. So I think yeah. he had to come out of the game when he did. I, I understand where you're coming from. He wasn't from. playing well, and he was getting hit too I, much. So I got I you, but you know like, what? You're just step back and take him out. But really, you're camouflaging the first comment. That's really all I care about. Because you're really saying you don't think he's healed up enough to be playing. You're concerned about that. That's really what I'm yeah, asking. I'm, I'm, I'm you're still concerned about this. About that. Well, the guy's been hurt every year he played in college, Pat. He never really finished the year. He was hurt every year he played. And then that's a problem. I'm not sure then if that's the case. Then you know, I don't know that you can play this game. Uh, you know, I think you have to be all in. But I think before he learns how to be more elusive in the pocket, you know, I think it's a learning curve. And like I think when everything's going bad and it was only going to get worse, that he needed to come out yesterday before something really bad happened. You know, they were just, you know, I mean, they were blitzing at will on him, you know? And he wasn't just getting yeah, hit it. once. He was he was getting tangled, like, twisting around and, and like, yeah. bent backwards and stuff. And, you know, it, yeah. it was bothering me, you know? It was ugly. It was ugly. Yep. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, I didn't like those hits. There was a lot of ugly hits getting hit on him at the end of that so game. I really was, let's be honest. I think that's a big part of the reason he came out. Now, I know yeah, see, I don't, I don't, say that. Yeah, well, not only are they going to say that, but they went contrarily to they say that. Uh, they don't ever tell you. Yeah, but they don't ever tell you yeah. the truth. Ever. About anything. Yeah. What has this organization ever told the truth about something? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Um, looking around the league, you know, you normally you could say uh, whatever for Thanksgiving, right? You have uh, – um, I think the the Lions play right, and then Dallas and the Packers, the right. whatever. But the big game is this Pittsburgh yep, Steelers nice. play the Baltimore Ravens. I yeah, mean, the Ravens this is the game. Facility, I'll tell you, for COVID. Did you know that? 
and they're playing on the road for that, right? Yep. They're at Pittsburgh. So what does that mean? I don't know. They shut their facility down today. I don't know if they're practicing yeah. or not. I don't, I don't know what the story is. Yeah. So maybe that game is a question mark, you know? Maybe that's moved to Sunday. Who knows? Yeah, you might be right. You don't know because that's, that's happened before. That's yeah. happened before. Happened with Tennessee, and that's when you know that's what they do. So maybe this is going to be moved. But irregardless, I guess the point I'm making is when they do play, um, that's a big game because Pittsburgh's schedule is not as tough as you'd want it to be. I mean, they they play Washington. I think they they're at Buffalo. They play the Bengals, who they own. They play Indy, and they play the Browns, who they own. So you know, listen, I I'm just saying that 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 that. That's one of their tougher games what, that's what, coming up. What, I, I, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your worry scale? About 1 to 10? Yeah. Uh, 1 to 10, I'm probably somewhere around a 6. Wow. Five and a half, six. That's high. Yeah, I'm about a 2. That's high? Yeah. You're at a 2? I'm a 2. You're at a it's 2 that happen. in this wacky year? It's not going to happen. In this wacky... No, it's not going to happen. First of all... Yeah, I, that's high. Out five and a half is high. They're not getting it. Yeah, well, maybe this to me it is. It's double than what I got. I'm just yeah, telling you. Yeah, this, yeah, this is what yeah, it is. You can, yeah. you can berate me all you want, but listen right now. No, no, I'm not going to go through the regular season undefeated. Well, I mean, I mean, you usually do, but just listen. They're not going to get through the regular season undefeated. Okay? They're going to lose to okay. Indy, they're going to lose to Cleveland, or they're going to lose to. And they're not going to yeah. have multiple losses in the regular season. But, yeah. devil's advocate, say in some crazy way. They go through the whole regular season undefeated. Here we go. Always with the playoffs. Always with the no playoffs. Chance they beat, no chance they beat the Chiefs. No, no chance whatsoever. Okay? You know, it's I funny that you always say that. Ball, but no chance they beat the Chiefs. No chance whatsoever. Listen, it's not listen, that good of a team. I, dude. Okay? Listen, I agree with you. I agree with you. And you're right. I, I, I spoke too soon with your scale. I thought I was going low. But five and a half is high. I guess my real worry about it is probably somewhere around a, a, a four. I'm probably somewhere around a four. But here's my thing with you. You always say they're not going to run out the playoffs. That's your, always your go-to. They're not winning the Super Bowl. You always go to that. And well, here's, my to win the Super it's Bowl only, here's my point. It's only here's my point. Let me speak now. Patriots. Let me speak. Everybody okay. heard you hey, speak. Hey, now hey. let me speak. Don't be getting nasty, okay? It's <laughs> only happened. <laughs> it's only happened one time in our lifetime where these great teams. Yep. Only one team has ever gotten to the point where they got to the playoffs undefeated. And we yep. had to wait until a minute 30 left in that Super Bowl until they lost. So I don't want to get to the playoffs with a team undefeated. I think that is – I, don't I know you always but I don't take think that as – I don't either. I don't either. And if it's taken by some crazy notion, there's no chance they're winning the Super Bowl that team. There's they're no chance that, that Kansas City can't lay an egg in Pittsburgh. In a cold day, there's no, no chance see, that Pittsburgh. No, I don't. No, I there's don't a chance. Because they're a cold weather. They're a cold. It's not San Diego Chargers, my friends. They ain't a Philly no, Rivers team. If it was still a Rivers, I'd be worried. But it's not. No, I got you. They're a cold weather team, too. There's no way. No way. The Raiders almost beat them there's twice. No way. I don't think the Steelers could to keep up with them. I don't, I don't see it happening. The Raiders almost beat them twice. I know that. Well, you do. That's a division game. It's a little bit different. Yeah, I got you. I got you. But Pittsburgh knows how to play playoff games too, Rich. I didn't want it to get to that point. It's not going to. They're going to lose. Either. I don't I'm have that. Saying, but I, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it whatsoever. Yes, I know you've said that. We got that. Everybody hear that? He's not worried about it. I'm not worried about it either. But I'm a little bit worried about okay, it. I don't like are. to see teams in double digits. I don't like to see a team in double digits. And I don't like to see don't a team like in double digits on a weird year. I don't like to see anybody past Thanksgiving with it because I, go, I don't want to hear about it. You know, that's, this that's, is the weirdest year ever, too. It. It's the weirdest yeah. year ever. Did you ever factor into that? You, they could be playing Kansas City, and on the blink of an eye, two of their star players may not even be playing. Do you think about stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, you do? But you, no, you, you don't. Yeah. No. I'm not saying I'm worried. I put it at a four. I'm at a four. I'm at a four. I think Baltimore has a good shot to end this. I'm at a four. I just don't like the team going into double digits. Start acting I just don't like the way Baltimore's playing lately. 
Oh, they're I playing terrible. They're playing yeah, terrible. They're offense is stagnant. Yeah. Terrible. They got problems on that team I, right now. But there's a yep. there's a lot of hatred there. This is their team. They hate this. Team. Oh, I know that. This is a I bad rivalry. So. Yep. And you know what? Yeah. And there's like hardly any fans. There's not really getting a home field advantage anywhere. I mean, yeah, that's I why it helps them out to play there now. They're spaced yeah. out. There's no one there. Yeah, exactly. Now, Houston beat New England, and, you know, I've talked, you know, plenty. I've given people headaches about how I just want this New England team to be done with for the year, and they just keep sniffing around. But that's a big loss, and yeah, I know you root for these draft picks, and I understand that, but you got to take care of business at home first. But for anybody who's interested, um, the Dolphins now, the Texans pick was the eighth pick. Plus, they got their second-round pick. So right now, the Dolphins are picking eighth with the Texans pick for anybody that's uh, curious about that. that. Could get and I'm sh- yeah, definitely could get better. It definitely could get better, but I'm just saying, that like, could be a know, top that's five where it's at. Yeah, you know? definitely could. That definitely could. Be a top five pick. Yeah, it certainly can. Um, now, a lot of Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland, as we said, getting, you know, much better. Um, and, uh, I guess uh, Dallas with a big win. That's a big win over Minnesota. You know, when six and ten people say six and ten, six and ten could win that division. No, 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 no. Six you know, and ten runs away with that division. I have really. I got something. I got something right now. This is. This should be a rule change in the NFL from now on. Seriously, if you win a division and you're not at least eight and eight, you should be disqualified from the playoffs. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You can't do that. Another wild card should jump over you. Yeah, if if you're not eight and eight, there's no way you should be seven and nine. Do I have a vote? Do I have a vote? Since you brought it to the committee, I have a vote in this at least. No, you're not on a committee. I'm voting no. (laughs) Put my no on the record. Put it on the record right now. Put it on the record. I think you should be disqualified. That's an that's an absolute embarrassment. If you have a losing record and you and you lose the game, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Disqualify me. You hear that, everybody? He's disqualifying me. He's disqualified. <laughs> Bam from the panel. <laughs> how much did how much did you win? Well, I lost five hundred, but they could tell. They could tell. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. So we're. Uh, on to the Jets, like we said, me and Rich said, need two victories here. Rich says you lose one of these two games, you're not making the playoffs. Uh, he may be right. He may be right. Yeah, I hope you're wrong, but you may be right. Bottom line, two wins starts with the Jets this week. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power off. 